French Firebrand, written by Jonathan Bowers. In a 1791 sermon, Lemuel Haynes remarked, Nothing is more evident than that men are prejudiced against the gospel. It is from this source that those who are for the defense of it meet with so much contempt. The French reformer Guillerme Farrell knew his fair share of contempt. A fervent gospel minister, Farrell spent his days championing the Protestant cause, often in the face of opposition. At times, this opposition arose from true gospel prejudice. At other times, though, Farrell's own foolhardiness was to blame. John Calvin noted that Farrell could sometimes get carried away by the vehemence of his zeal. Blending a headstrong temperament with a deep concern for biblical piety, Farrell contended unflinchingly for the faith and was instrumental in the cause of early French reform. Born in Gap, France in 1489, Farrell grew up in a devout Catholic household. As a 20-year-old, he enrolled at the University of Paris to study theology. While there, Farrell encountered the humanist scholar Jacques Lefebvre d'Etaple, a man whose devotion to Christ inspired Farrell. After graduating in 1517, Farrell began teaching at the Collège du Cardinal Limonet. Reports of Luther's reforming efforts in Germany reached him there, bolstering his own growing conviction that Catholic worship and teaching had strayed from their biblical roots. As he studied scripture over several years, Farrell found that little by little the papacy fell from my heart. Farrell resigned from his teaching position, and in 1521 he began to promote the message of reform wherever he could. He preached in France and in French-speaking Swiss regions, crossing paths with Johannes Oculampadius in Basel and Wolfgang Capito and Martin Bucer in Strasbourg. Farrell was known for his confrontational style, which prompted the following warning from Oculampadius. The more you are prone to violence, the more you must work on being gentle and tone down your lion-like outbursts by the spirit of a dove. In 1533, after an unsuccessful visit the previous year, Farrell took up residence in Geneva, intent on leading the city to adopt the Reformation. His hopes were realized in 1536, when the General Council of Geneva officially allied itself with Protestantism. It was in that same year that Farrell famously persuaded Calvin to join him in his work. Calvin was passing through Geneva on his way to Strasbourg, intent on a quiet life of scholarship. Farrell learned of Calvin's presence in the city and tried to convince him to stay. When gentler appeals proved unsuccessful, Farrell threatened Calvin with God's judgment. Farrell's words found their mark. Calvin later wrote, By this imprecation I was so stricken with terror that I desisted from the journey which I had undertaken. The decision to stay in Geneva was pivotal for Calvin, for although he and Farrell were driven out of the city in 1538, the two had clashed with magistrates over church discipline matters, Calvin returned to Geneva in 1541 and ministered there for the rest of his life. Farrell relocated to Neuchâtel, a city where he and Antoine Fromin had introduced Reformation teaching in 1530. Like Calvin in Geneva, 
Farrell established himself in Neuchâtel until his own death in 1565. Calvin and Farrell maintained a close relationship after their time together in Geneva, corresponding at least once a month for 20 years. The two men, together with Pierre Viret in Lausanne, formed a crucial partnership that helped advance the cause of French reform. Sadly, Calvin and Farrell's relationship ruptured when, in 1558, Farrell announced his betrothal to Marie Torel, a teenaged woman over 50 years his junior. Though it seems there was no sexual impropriety involved, the marriage created a scandal because of the vast age difference between the two spouses. Calvin's friendship with Farrell never recovered its former luster. As lion-like and controversial as Farrell could be, he was committed to the spiritual vitality of the French-speaking people. He produced some of the first Reformation works available in French, writing a commentary on the Apostles' Creed and the Lord's Prayer in 1524, and a summary of Reformed teaching in 1529. In his writings, Farrell displayed a particular interest in the topic of prayer. In an article titled Guillerme Farrell's Spirituality, Theodore Van Ralte argues that Farrell's emphasis on prayer shows us a side of him that is too often overlooked a side marked by profound piety and pastoral love. Farrell was both a lover and a fighter, a pastor and a pugilist. Whatever his faults, this French firebrand loved the gospel and devoted his life to sharing its riches. You've been listening to Here We Stand a series of 31 short biographies on heroes of the Protestant Reformation. This podcast has been produced by Desiring God in partnership with Bethlehem College and Seminary. For more, visit desiringgod.org stand.